we'd like to welcome you to our current event and Bible study for March 6, 2017. And we have a lot of information to cover today. I'm just trying to keep up with all the current events that are breaking. Uh, really everything, almost everything that we're going to be talking about today is related to one another. Um, even though we're going to be covering a diversity of subjects, so much of what we are going to be covering actually does relate to one another and has an impact on other things. And you'll kind of see that as we go along. The first report is a uh, report entitled Holder Admits to Coup Against the American People, led by Obama. Meet America's number one covert subversive operative, Eric Holder, a CalExit spokesman. That's, that's the movement that California is trying to exit the United States, essentially become its own, I guess, country in and of itself. We've talked a lot about that. We're going to talk a lot about that today and how that relates to, the, to what we're talking about with Obama and um, <clears throat> the most wicked factions of our government and a lot of other wicked movements that are part of that. Anyway, Eric Holder, a CalExit spokesman, a perpetuator of the illegal Fast and Furious operation. He also helped, was held in contempt of Congress for refusing to come clean in his other scandal, the Fast and Furious, which resulted in the death of border agent uh, Brian Terry. Well, that's just one of the deaths that, you know, as far as blood on the hands go, of Eric Holder and Obama regarding Fast and Furious. That's a whole other subject. Holder is talking openly about the sedition being fomented by President Obama and his devil ilk. The revolution is now totally out in the open. I, I've never seen anything like this regarding the news. I mean, it is so rogue, so deceitful, so full of lies. It, it just defies the imagination at this point. There is... Essentially, every time Trump comes out and tries to counter any of this, although he really hasn't tried to counter it very hard, not nearly hard enough, it's pure demonization, it's pure denial, it's uh, just, this is what liar, pathological liars do. Um, they tend to turn everything around when they're the guilty party and make you look like you're the bad guy. You ever known anybody like that in life? I've known several, and you get into an argument with somebody like that, or even a debate or whatever, if they're even slightly in the wrong, they will try to manipulate the conversation to turn everything around and make you look like you're the one, you're the bad guy, when they are the one clearly in the wrong, when they are the one clearly lying about something. Um, cockroaches do not like it when the light is shined on them, and and. It talks about that in the Bible where, where they, they love the darkness because their deeds were evil. Okay, so this is what you're going to see, and you're going to see more and more of this. And with the mainstream, lamestream, prostitute media firmly behind this, it's almost a no-win situation regarding that end of it. I really believe, apart from God's divine intervention, that they're going to be able to accomplish what they're setting out to do. <clears throat> the alternative media is going crazy trying to counter this. And I think that's fine, and that's great, and that's wonderful, and we do need to sound this clarion call regarding what is actually going on. 
a lot of people are awake to it, but it's just, I so rarely hear people in the alternative media, whether they claim to be Christians or not, and obviously it would be a, a more of a Christian thing, obviously, but saying the answer is to cry out to the Lord in prayer. And, and again, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. I mean, it may not be God's will that this gets turned around. Uh, <clears throat> it is truly perilous times that we're living in, and we're going to be delving deeply into this whole subject today. This continues by saying, I've just concluded an investigation into the role that Holder and Obama are going to play in the beginning of the coup and against uh, President Trump and the Civil War being perpetuated against the American people and their government. Now, I'm going to be playing a ton of different audio clips today that is going to bolster what we're talking about. So I'm going to go ahead and play the first one now. The time. Well, I've been covering a number of issues through the years that relate to what I'm going to talk to you about here on this broadcast. First of all, there are foreign troops on our soul in great numbers, and the well, basically the 2011 agreement between the Russian Foreign Ministry and the Obama administration allowed for the first 15,000 Russian soldiers to come to our country. We know the Chinese are here in force. We also know that CalExit is a reality and that the international and domestic subversive forces have combined to try to remove California from the Union. We know that Eric Holder, former administration cabinet official, of Obama has gone to basically be the spokesperson and chief advisor and consultant to Governor Jerry Brown on CalExit. We know Valerie Jarrett has joined the movement, lent her support to it. Loretta Lynch has uh, joined the movement. Uh, Barack Obama has a place now in Palm Springs. But right now, Barack Obama is taking up shop in Washington, D.C., and has an army of tens of thousands of people. Now, Eric Holder made a very interesting announcement today, very interesting, and it said it should send shivers up and down everyone's spine. What he basically said is get ready for the return of Obama. It's coming. He's coming. Again, it should send shivers. No, 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 no. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, joy, peace, long suffering. You know, the, <laughs> these, these, are, these are the fruit of the spirit, okay? That's not what God gives us, okay? The fear of man bringeth a snare. And, and again, this is my biggest problem. I, I think Dave Hodges has probably the most, right now, the most cutting edge as far as on top of it, every single day, information regarding what is going on in this country. I, that's why I play so many of his clips, because so many of them tie together. But again, it's just so very rare that his solution in any given audio clip is turning to the Lord Jesus Christ getting on our knees in prayer and fasting if God leads you and in going about it that way. It's just more of a alarmist type of thing. We're going to die any second, so just, you know, prepare. <laughs> so, again, I'm not here to impart that kind of, of fear to you, but as a watchman, um, according to Ezekiel 3 and Ezekiel 33, it is my job to warn the city when I see the sword coming. And this is literally what we're going to be talking about today, a potential sword coming to America in particular, um, which would probably start a cascading effect in a lot of other places on, in the, on the planet as well. Coming 
ready to roll. And I want to remind everybody in a broadcast interview that I did with Paul Martin of RevolutionRadio.org last year, he said that his best source told him that the Obama administration acts like they are never leaving office. Well, the man was first of all supposed to go to Hawaii upon retirement, then it was Palm Springs, and now he's living in a nearly a $6 million, 8,000 square foot residence in D.C., blocks away from the White House. And there's a lot of people who said that Obama would never leave office. Holder said he's been talking to the former president about fundraising, interacting with state legislators, and they're doing that on redistricting and also working on gerrymandering issues at the state and local levels. Obama's been very proactive in local elections. Sounds like they're trying to fix it for the 2020 election, and I've had another broadcast on that particular pattern. Also, Holder predicted that the White House is going to lose substantial following because of Obama's efforts. And then you've got the NRDC, and it's looking to be an intensified central force to the Democrats, and they are, like I said, involved in local politics on election issues, but they're also involved with the Soros people. They're involved with MoveOn.org, Black Lives Matter, uh, and basically what we're seeing here is an entire shadow government being set up to torpedo Trump. They're going to try to take him down. All- now, another point is that <clears throat> these groups, <clears throat> just just say the liberal left in general. Okay, Now, I understand that the Republicans and the Democrats, are, are, especially in high political office, are all in on trying to get Trump out of office. I'd be the first to admit that. They're the same side that just one coin, two rotten sides to it, okay? They're both, the Republican version is basically a facade regarding, you know, their true intentions in in Washington, D.C. So you've got these these two factions appearing to fight one another and and these types of things, but they're really united on this issue about getting Trump out of office. They're trying to pick off his cabinet one at a time, they're demonizing anything he does when he comes out with, you know, any type of rebuttal. They're in full desperation mode. For them, unlike Trump, unlike you and I, this is life or death. And I mean the ones at the very top. I mean the people like Obama, the Clintons, the really, really wicked politicians, the pedophiles. And they, and they basically all are in some way, shape, or form. The Podestas, you know, the, these types of people, well, you know, Obama and, and, and um, <clears throat> Biden, oh my word. All of this stuff with Pizzagate was just the tip of the iceberg, okay? Where did that all emanate and start from, well, Washington, D.C., okay? More and more information keeps coming out about that. And <clears throat> Sessions has basically said, I'm going to be going after that. We're going to be looking at this more. The point I just want to kind of briefly make here is that they're in full desperation mode. This is a life or death thing because if Trump starts to go after the high-level Pizzagate, pedo-gate, pedophile issue uh, and starts to get those dominoes falling and they start turning on one another like rats on a sinking ship, which they most likely will in order to save their own skin to whatever degree they can, that could start a cascading effect where their whole house of cards falls down. 
for them it's life or death and that's why i'm saying that the these next uh this next time that we're moving into into the spring particularly this is when they really want to try to start kicking everything off they're looking at this like trump has you know a plus 50 percent approval rating he had a really good speech the other night. he's got a lot of the people behind him they have got to kick it into overdrive in order to demonize him i'm not saying trump's perfect i've said this on 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 many occasions that you know i don't know the guy may turn out to be satan incarnate but it's really really weird if that's the case why on god's green earth is every faction of the world government going after this guy from the pope to communist china to basically all of our corrupt political people in high places to hollywood you name it every wicked and this has been this way all the way from the election until now i just think that they thought that there was no way he was going to get in and that they had it in the bag the left traditionally is a very slothful lazy type of people but now because of what has happened with trump they're highly motivated and the people at the top the pedophilic devils at the top particularly in high political office and in hollywood and in global governments are the ones with the most motivation in order to get him out of there because their necks are literally on the line and they do not want to be exposed and they don't want to you know go to jail and you know they need to be executed i mean that's the only real recourse or, or viable recourse is is execution i mean you you child sacrifice and you know pedophilia i mean sorry but i think you've pretty much forfeited your right to live and they know this so this is why they are at such a fever pitch right now trying to implement all of this and to go after trump and his cabinet because you know right now it could go either way and, and like i said my biggest advice is to pray about it and and um that's the best advice i can get and, and educate others and, and be proactive and, and do all the other things that the alternative media the good alternative media is saying to do but they always it seems like they always leave god out they always leave jesus christ out of the picture which to me is just maddening because apart from jesus christ it, you know nothing good good will happen and it might and again it might not even be his will it might be you know we're we're gonna kind of go down the tubes here you know i mean i look at the book of revelation i look at the book of daniel i look at the end times situation i look at the tribulation doesn't look like things are going to get better and better and better but i think we're always to strive for righteousness i mean obviously it would be a good thing if these pedophiles got exposed and went down and and that i mean just for the sake of the children they're going to be raping and killing tomorrow you know and the next day for their sakes if nothing else if the abortion could you imagine the abortion clinics started getting shut down in mass oh man i mean the, the literally the child sacrifice centers of america all of that is good so that's kind of how i'm looking at it also we see paramilitary evidence of rebellion that is forming yesterday i published an article in which i contained multiple pictures of a military base being constructed in texas not on the border but on the interior in martin county next to marlon brock's property marlon brock took the pictures he's eavesdropped on the conversation of the workers and it's all in spanish that's correct this is not an american installation 
It is a foreign military installation being constructed on American soil using foreign <clears throat> labor. And they're extremely covert and very, very secretive. And, and again, this is just one of the many. There's underground bases we've talked a lot about in previous studies. Who knows how many of these installations exist? And this is all part of this fifth column enemy that is here pre-positioned part of its isis part of it is la raza la mencha the 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 uh, mexican mafia um part of it is black lives matter part of it is this purple movement part of it is the pro-abortion crowd part of it is the hollywood crowd um part of it is just the liberals now i'm not saying all the liberal trendies are are, are waiting with a bayonet to kill everybody i don't even think they would they would you know have the courage to do something like that but they'd be cheering them on you know and they sure be the one pointing the finger and turning the the uh bible believers and the conservatives and these types of people in okay so they would act as the rats most likely more than anything there is a again there's a huge planted movement here that is highly motivated right now in order to see this whole um, you've got your, your your legions of brainwashed millennials, and and you know not not all of them are, but you know you look at public high school indoctrination with Common Core, and then they go on to the the public college system, which just ruins absolutely these these liberal professors who you know it just ruins these these uh, students. So they have already got an army, a gigantic army. That is just waiting for, you know, the green light. And it's on very many levels, as I've just stated. they got ISIS here, you know, on, on our soil. And uh, with all the factions of the Muslims working with them. All of these are going to uh, combine forces at some, and it may be, be in the very, very near future. And when they're green lighted, it's going to be a, most likely, a coordinated type of, of attack on law-abiding Americans in order to create a civil war, in order to destabilize the country, in order to get us into this martial law type of scenario and create enough destabilization where they can get Trump out of there. That might be the what they're going to try to shoot for in order to get him out of office. Um, I'm sure they'd love to assassinate him. So there's a lot of different scenarios. I, I've, I've heard a lot lately about, um, and you're, they're going to discuss it here, about the possibility of re releasing a biological agent. And, and, and I've always said from going all the way back to the start of this ministry, when I did that 14 city tour in the avion flu, I've always said for me, if I were Satan, that would be the, the way where I could have the most bang for the buck. Meaning you could come out and con and convince a lot of the law abiding conservatives that would fight a hot war against something like isis and these types of things but you come out with a biological agent and you blame it on this or that or avion flu or whatever there's a gigantic avion flu outbreak right now in uh china and in else other parts of the world it's not the h5n1 strain it's another strain the h5n1 was the one i reported on if you don't know about that just key in avion flu and scott johnson on the internet you won't be able to find the good old prophecy club thing that i did uh, because they keep taking it off every time it, somebody else puts it up there uh, because I guess they want to ration the bullets. But uh, I did separate 
studies with like 150 PowerPoint slides up on the internet where you'll hear my voice in the background and, and um, actually it's even more updated. But that information is pretty much just as pertinent today as it was when I did it back. Probably that would be like 2007. It's the same, it's, it's the same concept and how they're going to try to bring in vaccinations in order to, um, okay, so here's the solution, our, our wonderful vaccine, <laughs> you know, which is going to be worse than the actual biological they're probably spreading or probably act as some kind of binary agent to make it even worse, um, according to my research. So there's a lot of different ways this could go. And um, we're going to be looking at a lot of that today more in depth. I then took that information to Paul Martin and in a parallel broadcast that you can listen to here on the Common Sense Show, Paul Martin said that the Chinese are occupying vacant buildings in California and that also, and this is something I've been able to verify as well, the solar energy farms like in areas like the Mojave Desert are being managed by Sinta, a Chinese front company for the Chinese military. So these are soldiers that are managing these solar energy farms. Well, they're connected at CalExit. The, Ch they, the Chinese basically control the main ports in California. They can bring Chinese troops in under the cover of night. We don't even know they're here. I mean, my word, you could just you could put them in containers and, and ship them to wherever they need to be in these nondescript buildings. And you know that we know the Russian troops are here as he just I mean, these are just all these different factions. Again, at some future point, their plan would be to have them all combine and you and again, I think it's really important for us to pray that God would have these heathen in derision, like the Bible talks about in Psalms, okay? Have these devils in derision. Let them turn on each other and devour one. Let whatever wickedness they're coming to perpetuate on law-abiding Americans, let it come upon them, you know? And, and, that's one way that, that you can pray. I mean, yeah, I pray if it's possible their souls be saved. But most of these people have an inherent hatred that they're bringing in for Americans. And they're just chomping at the bit to finally get the green light. If the foreign troops, um, you know, ISIS, foreign troops, I mean, La Raza, I mean, every one of the Black Lives Matter, I mean... It, an inherent hatred in this particular case of depending on what your race is, you know. Obviously, the main target, according to them, this isn't me saying this, but according to them would be the white race. That's what you're going to hear in this particular broadcast. And if, you don't, if you're a black person and you don't end up going along with Black Lives Matter, I believe you would end up being a target by them. Just like if you were a Muslim and you don't want to go along with the game plan, you're saying, oh, I'm a moderate Muslim, I'm, I'm a peaceful Muslim, I'm a whatever. Well, they're going to say, you devil infidel, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strike off your head because you're an infidel. You're not being true to the Muslim faith, which actually is, um, according to their Bible, the Quran and their other unholy writings, that's what you should do with somebody that's a lukewarm Muslim. You kill them, okay? So what you're going to see is the Muslims that say they're moderate, and maybe deep down they didn't want this, 
are going to be basically getting on on board real quick because <laughs> if they don't get on board real quick they're going to be annihilated and slaughtered and i've i've said this all along i just believe these supposed moderate muslims are just fifth column or they're going to be fifth column they're going to be the ones hiding the radical elements they're going to be the ones getting on board when the time comes i mean if this was the case why don't you see all these moderate muslims marching in the streets protesting all the wickedness islam is doing around the earth every day you, you never see that you never oh, you, oh i've seen like a couple like four or five show up in like in europe a couple times four or five people half-heartedly as some kind of um photo op really is all it ended up being really they know what they're doing see what the thing about islam is at the end of the day they're all praying to the same devil god and this is what i i don't see anyone covering in the alternative media oh i know a lot of nice modern muslims and they'll never go oh really you don't think they will you don't think they will if they got a sword if, if they've got a, a sword across their neck and they're and they're like are you going to get with the game plan or are we going to kill you and your family because you're not a real muslim oh they're going to get on they're going to get on board and they'll be turning in and turning over people that they know to be conservatives and christians and things of this nature even if they were your friend See, but at the, at the end of the day they all pray to the same devil allah so when they come into your community they're bringing that spirit in i don't care if they call themselves moderate or peace loving they're still bringing in as a beachhead allah and that is defiling the land it's like a big cult moving in to your neighborhood it's going to affect the spiritual dynamic it's like if a whole bunch of Satanists moved in. It's going to affect the spiritual dynamic of your town or wherever they're at. So that's also something to think about. Chinese, the Bank of China, are all part of the CalEx program. And we see now that Holder is the link between Obama, the Chinese, and CalEx. We're seeing a paramilitary force being organized with military bases being constructed as I speak. Paul Preston said that in California, because of the flight of businesses out of the state due to their communist-type leadership and their insane taxation and environmental policies, that these abandoned buildings are being occupied by the Chinese military. This is what we're looking at, folks. We're looking at an invasion, and I don't know if we would call it more incursions and terrorist raids like the Tet Offensive in 1968 in which the Viet Cong, despite the claims that the U.S. was winning the war, attacked every capital city and every province at the same time in South Vietnam. And that was really the turning point of the war as far as public support of the war. And we're looking at this going on right here, right now, inside of America. Holder also acknowledged that the courts have gotten more difficult. He said uh, with Jeff Sessions now in his old job at the Justice Department, that the radical right, as he calls them, are enacting disheartening policies and they need to be stopped. They need to be stopped. This is an elected government and Holder is saying they need to be stopped. Holder said this is a battle for our democracy. No, 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 no. It's a battle for their fascism is what he should be saying. And he said that the notion that people are are denied their ability to cast a meaningful vote is inconsistent with who we say we are. Do you know who he's talking about? Illegal aliens. He's talking about the fact that illegal aliens 
have a right to vote in this country. <laughs> we are seeing not just the wholesale attack on the Obama administration through the recent attack on Jeff Sessions for his so-called Russian associations. You know, I found a wad of dog poop in my hallway today. And I investigated it, and I found it was the Russians. When you had a flat tire on the road yesterday, the nails <laughs> that were put there were put there by the Russians. When your toilet backed up, it was the Russians. When your toaster burned the toast, it was the Russians. When your car broke down on the expressway, it was the Russians. Russians, Russians, Russians. Yours truly was accused of being a subversive Russian agent, despite my feud with the Russian media that's been going on for four years. This is insanity, but this is also a coup. All the dots are connecting. We're looking at the American coup d'etat led by Barack Obama. Now, we have a local talk show host here in Phoenix, and I can't believe he's still on the air because he's on the state's largest news station, KTAR. This is incredible what he said tonight. He went through and detailed a little bit of what I had. He didn't get into the Holder quotes. But he said, there are subversive groups trying to bring down Trump, and Obama's behind it. And he went on to say that these people should be tried for treason. People in the mainstream media are now seeing it, and sometimes they're in a position where they're free enough to broadcast it. You in the listening audience need to realize these are not figment of our imaginations. Not only are we seeing the wholesale coup d'etat politically taking place in Washington, D.C., we're also witnessing the fact that paramilitary forces are being constructed to bring absolute havoc and destruction to our country. It's coming. How soon it's coming, I can't say. But I don't think we're terribly far away from seeing a complete escalation of these subversive activities with a coup directed at unseating the Obama administration. This is Civil War II. You've been listening to... Okay, so we have that clip. Um, then let's go to this one. Sessions is the latest victim of a coup against Trump. Time. Well, I'm going to be probably the last to comment on the Jeff Sessions faux pas with regard to the Russian accusations, association with subversive Russian agents who want to do us harm and hacked into our elections, blah, 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 blah. I might have a little different take than what you've heard from other analysts on this particular issue. First of all, I think most people with a brain and an open eye would see that there is no substance to the Jeff Sessions allegations. This is simply part of the deep state doing its duty, and they're basically trying to derail the Attorney General. And I'll tell you why they're derailing the Attorney General, because they don't want him to proceed with the Pizzagate arrests. I hate the term Pizzagate, but this is the one term universally that people will understand what we're talking about when we refer to child sex trafficking that's sponsored by people who are very powerful, people of means, and sometimes people of power. And as Jeff Sessions gets rolling on grabbing the low-hanging fruit, they don't want him to go any further, so this is the distraction they throw in the road. And they tie him up for a while. They may even try to come with impeachment proceedings initiated by the Democrats. It's not going to get any traction, but it does keep the government from getting its work done. And this is the whole thing. They're playing right out of the Saul Alinsky playbook. I saw Jay Sekulow, who I have a lot of respect for, on Hannity. And he said 
precisely this. He said, this is the Saul Alinsky playbook. This is disrupt, have revolution, stop the government from doing its job. He's exactly right. This is precisely what's going on with Jeff Sessions. But I believe the roots of this are to obfuscate and take attention off of Pizzagate, because this is the biggest scandal out there. The biggest scandal really isn't the voter fraud, although that's big enough. The biggest scandal are not illegal criminal aliens that we let stay in our country, despite multiple felony convictions. We are looking at a situation here in which we're talking about people that are very powerful are abusing children. And Jeff Sessions is hot on the trail. This can't be allowed to continue. And if So now you know why, right now, they're keying in on Sessions, whereas before it was Flynn, and I had believe I had talked about that he had um, was starting to blow the whistle on you know Pizzagate even before even before the Trump was actually even elected um, and then his son had done that and that was the real reason that you know he stepped down there's different versions of if he was stepped down or if he was fired you know it's one of those things but um that's that's the biggie. That's what they're. I believe that's that's the main reason that they're accelerating their timetable. Not only because as Trump gains popularities, he fulfills more campaign promises, and then people like maybe on the left that were hating his guts are now thinking, you know what, well, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe he's looks like he's actually doing some really good things, and and I'm I'm you know. Well, they can't, they don't want that. And, and is if this pedophile Pizzagate investigation is allowed to continue and they start nailing these people, well, they're going to start falling like dominoes and they cannot let that happen. So again, this is why they're so highly motivated. If Obama brings in yet another, excuse me, I mean, if Trump brings in yet another attorney general on the heels of Sessions, that person will go through the same kind of thing. And they're going to keep doing this until they can get to the end of the four years and steal the election. And then we add to the fact that we have paramilitary forces being constructed in this country as we speak. And I offered the proof of that on an article that aired on Thursday, March 2nd, on the commonsenseshow.com. You can simply check that out and you'll see without hesitation, uh, without reservation, that this is absolutely true. We have the pictures, we have the proof, we have the eyewitnesses. We have confirmation from Paul Preston. This is all part of the coup against the United States government and President Donald Trump. What can we do about it? Well, we need to keep speaking in unison and shout down the Democrats who are basically trying to lead a revolution against this country. Okay, so we have that audio clip. Um, now, there's going to be some redundancy in some of these clips with Dave Hodges, but I... I've listened to some of these two and three times, and, and sometimes it's like, yeah, he repeats some things, but then he says some things that are really super important uh, relating to this issue, because this is so important regarding you know the very, very near future of this co country. The next report, Jeff Sessions tells Pelosi to expect pedophile inve investigations to begin. And again, because of this, they had to go after him. Uh, what's the biggest threat to the American democracy right now? If you believe the mainstream media, it's definitely that old Cold War boogeyman, the Russians, that have totally infiltrated the, the they have totally infiltrated the Trump administration, which is total garbage and lies. 
The Russian connection accusation is the current weapon of the left, and now Attorney Gen General Jeff Sessions has landed in their crosshairs. But what are the true motives behind this? In the following video, Right Wing News looks at how the pervasive Russian connections accusations, uh, which the dishonest media is single-mindedly focusing on, is nothing but a smokescreen to cover up the true threat, which is a high level, which are the high-level pedophiles in Washington D.C. I mean, it's it's rife. Washington D.C. is rife with the the sickest, most evil, pedophilic devils in high political office and in other places. You would probably you probably couldn't go any place on the planet and find more high level child sacrificing sadistic devils than Washington D.C. That is makes up a large percentage of our senators, our congressmen people in high political office you know birds of a feather flock together and you know if they could retain their power they can maintain the cover-up because they control the media uh, president trump who has already cracked down on 1500 plus child sex offenders i've read you some of the re reports since he's been in office intends to use jeff sessions as his own secret weapon against the DC pedophiles. Now remember, I this really started in earnest. I know I've said this over and over, but this really started in earnest right before the election of Donald Trump, when nobody thought that he was gonna win. There was a lot of people praying and fasting and crying out to God, you know, that Hillary wouldn't get in, and it was around that same time a ton of these pedophile networks started falling. More than I have ever I mean since that point up until now, I have never seen so many pedophile networks. The problem is, is that's all wonderful and that's all good, but the big guys aren't being caught as of yet. It's the lower level people. And I'm sure a high level of, of compartmentalization exists within the pedophilia. I mean, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to um, have your local, you know, Freemason pedophile probably in the same room as some high level senator performing child sacrifice in other words there's different layers and there's different levels so a lower level pedophile may not even be aware of the intermediate levels and the higher levels and high government high hollywood and illuminati and that type of thing so it's what you always see in 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 these high level satanic hierarchies a lot of compartmentalization where you know that way they can keep their deeds hidden um let's go forward here uh president trump who has already cracked down on 1500 plus child sex offenders intends to use jeff sessions as his own secret weapon against the dc pedophiles no surprise then about that they are coming so hard after him um, newswire reports a former cia agent has warned that the deep state is now working overtime to oust attorney general uh jeff sessions from the white house because he is refusing to back down in his campaign to break up the sex trafficking and pedophile networks that control Washington, D.C. See, this is, again, they're fighting for their lives here. You know, whereas Jeff Session, although his life is on the line, and so is Donald Trump's, what they're doing is very potentially life-threatening. They're not fighting for their own lives because they're going to be exposed for doing this. You know? They're trying to go after the ones that are doing it.
according to Robert David Steele, Jeff Sessions is being set up as another Russian fall guy. And I, I in, uh, watched his interview a couple times, this Robert David Steele, this former CIA agent. And, I mean, he, he seemed like he's right on. He's one of many. I mean, just one of many all basically saying the same thing. And the Bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. And this is becoming so crystal clear at this point regarding this pedophile network and Pizzagate and Pedogate and worldwide child trafficking and this type of information that it's just, you know, anybody with eyes to see, you know, should have been able to figure this out by now. But if you're only going by mainstream media, obviously you're, you're going to be brainwashed into their way of thinking. Um, anyway, um, this Robert David Steele said Jeff Sessions is being set up as another Russian fall guy, just like General Flynn to taint the Trump administration and push the president closer to impeachment. See, not only did they they remove a really good, um, righteous piece of the puzzle if they can get Jeff Sessions out of there, but they're one step closer to getting to the ultimate prize, which is Donald Trump. They would like to do it that way, I think, because that way the whole Donald Trump and everybody in the cabinet could all be discredited, and that would prove more useful when they install their puppet dictatorship, whatever they would bring in at that point. They'd probably, you know, enact some kind of real hard coup. Who knows what they would do, what what excuse they would do to put it in whoever they believe is, you know. I, I don't even know what kind of lawlessness they would try to pull off at that point. All I know, they try to put in Hitlery in there, probably. So, see, the Russians hacked the election. It was rightfully hit Hitlery's anyway. And, um... You know, so we're going to put her in. I mean, I wouldn't put that past them in a heartbeat. I'm sure they'd love to do that. And then you would have the Wicked Witch of the West, which is exactly where they wanted her, and they thought that she was going to be. And um, that's what I think they'd like to do. But most importantly, Steele warns the deep state is determined to remove the most determined anti-pedophile and anti-corruption enforcer the office of the Attorney General has seen in decades. And this is this Jeff Sessions. The former CIA agent says that the Democrats pushed to remove Sessions from the office, led by House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi, has every chance of succeeding. Well, okay, but again, God can, God can prevent that. God can throw a monkey wrench into all their best laid double plans. Because the Attorney General Sessions has made it clear that he will not back down under any circumstances. Now, I'm not going to play the video on that. It's, it's like 25 minutes long. But I do give you the link to it if you want to listen to it. Uh, next one. President Trump meeting with anti-human trafficking experts. Uh, this was on February 23rd, 2017. I'm just going to play a clip from um, Trump here. And this is regarding this anti-human trafficking. Again, this is all pointing in this direction. It's all tied in with the pedophile stuff. So this is another reason that they're really getting their hackles up and they're, they're really in hyper gonzo crazy mode about we've got to defeat, we've got to overthrow Trump and, and his administration. Everybody, very nice. Nice to see you. He's meeting at, uh, I don't know, some pro place probably in the White House. He's meeting with anti-human trafficking experts. This was live on CNN. I'm surprised they would even have, uh, put this up there. Um, but this is the audio you're hearing. Well, I want to thank Dina and Ivanka and everybody for working so hard to set this up. It's been so important to them and 
I want to make it clear today that my administration will focus on ending the absolutely horrific practice of human trafficking. And I am prepared to bring the full force and weight of our government to the federal and at the federal level and the other highest levels, whatever we can do in order to solve this horrific problem, getting worse, and it's happening in the United States, in addition to the rest of the world, but it's happening in the United States, which is terrible. Human trafficking is a dire problem, both domestically and internationally, and is one that's made a really uh, a challenge, and it's really made possible to a large extent uh, more of a modern phenomenon by what's taking place on the internet, as you probably know. Solving the human trafficking epidemic, which is what it is, is a priority for my administration. We're going to help out a lot. Solve is a wonderful word, a beautiful word, but I can tell you we're going to help a lot. Uh, I'll direct the Department of Justice, the Department of Homeland Security, and other federal agencies that have a role in preventing human trafficking to take a hard look at the resources and personnel that they're currently devoting to this fight. Now, they are devoting a lot, but we're going to be devoting more. Dedicated men and women across the federal government have focused on this for some time, as you know. A lot of you have been dealing with the federal government, and it's been much more focused over the last four weeks, I can tell you that. I cannot thank each of you enough and the dedicated men and women who run my staff and your staffs and getting everybody together was terrific. I was so glad I was able to be here. You start with really uh, a tremendous amount of energy and blood, sweat and tears. Government can be helpful, but without you, nothing would happen. So again, I want to thank everybody in this room. It's a very, very terrible problem. It's not talked about enough. People don't know enough about it. And uh, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to bring it out into the open, and hopefully we're going to do uh, a great deal to help prevent some of the horrific, really horrific crimes that are taking place. And I can see, I really can say, in this country, people don't realize how bad it is in this country, but in this country and all over the world. So thank you all for being here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, and again, if you think about this, the trafficking issue, the human trafficking, okay, and this, this is, oh, uh, it can be teenage girls in foreign countries that they're doing this with. It, it can be um, the little children as well, and there's other types, but if you think about it, the human trafficking, and let's say from a pedophilic perspective here, they would rely on this human trafficking network in order to resupply them with little children and infants and toddlers and these types of, of uh, poor little precious things that in order to resupply their networks. I mean, let's face it, they're sacrificing a lot of children. It's part of their religion. Part of the way they practice their religion in the Illuminati, within Luciferianism, within Satanism, within the high-level occult. Human sacrifice is required. And the purer the human sacrifice subject, the better, typically. Now, there's different holidays that require 
sometimes they're adults, but a lot of times it's children. And then from a pedophilic nature, that may not even be an occult sac- uh, ceremony at all. It just may be this is how they they have uh, they have fun or whatever. You know, they they torture, rape, mutilate, terrorize a child, and then sacrifice it, and then make a snuff film while they're doing it. This is what these these maggots do. Okay. You cut off the human trafficking. You cut off their source. You cut off their supply line to the pedophiles. So that's a deal breaker right there. And this is another reason they're they're going after him. And it's another thing that we need to be praying about. That this, you know, this be stopped. And, and again, I've never seen so many busts as I've seen since right before the election to, to after the election till now. I've never seen so many pedophile networks falling. But... Um, they need to start getting to the people at the top they really need that that's that is key okay so let's go further here um obama wiretapping the uh trump worse than watergate now again they're denying all this and that they're even coming out now saying well trump needs to be we need to really take a serious look at him how these these horrible accusations against trump he probably needs to be impeached you know this type of stuff even though they've got all this proof and they produce proof already of the wiretapping. They're basically just denying. Obama says, "Oh, I, I would, you know, n- n- uh, nasty Pelosi will say, oh yeah, I, I, we don't do that." And this, you lying fork tongued devils. There's proof you've done it. You know you're doing it, but you're going to deny it, and then the mainstream media is just going to spread your lies. And that's how it goes. So this is a uh, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer interviewed on Fox News about this. This just was like yesterday. The big story this morning is the president up tweeting, talking about how he believes taking the Obama administration. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, a, a lot further. Once the president is validating it and saying he believes Trump Tower was wiretapped during the election in October, yeah. um, it adds a ton to this. Yeah, story. and just how big of a deal could this be? We want to bring in Lieutenant uh, Colonel. I mean, he's had no no privacy of anything at all. His Trump Tower was tapped. The White House is tapped. I mean, you know. Every time he makes any kind of move to do, it's it's already you know released out with some kind of um, lying spin to it essentially. So, yeah, he's he's in a real bad real bad spot. I mean, regarding this. Tony Schaefer, for more on this, good to have you here. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. All right, so this is all just breaking this morning, coming straight to us from the president from his. So they're interviewing Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer about this Fox News Twitter account. We don't have a whole lot of details here, but just on the surface, if this ends up being true, if this was the case that the Trump Tower was wiretapped by that time, the sitting president, President Obama. How big of a deal would that be? Oh, this is huge. I mean, this is, uh, this is Soviet, dare I say, Soviet-level wrongdoing. Uh, look, President Obama has moved up to his Potemkin village and moved in Valerie Jarrett. We have, to be, we have to understand here, it's very likely that he did authorize this. And, and he moved in Valerie Jarrett into his, you know, um, mansion two miles away from the White House. As, as, you know, they've got their insurgency, their coup team, Eric Holder, Valerie Jarrett, and all of these wicked devils at their disposal that they can mobilize and, and unify against the Trump movement. And, you know, Trump's there at the kind of the head. And I think Trump's being um, controlled like a puppet on a string by George Soros. And George Soros is probably being controlled by like a puppet on a string from maybe even a higher up, you know, in the Illuminati, that type of thing. 
According to, I was on the drive-in just now. You guys called me a little bit late. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to folks on the drive-in. This goes back to July of last year when rumors started on the dark net that even though the Obama administration was getting pushback from the internal mechanisms of the administration, like the FISA court, and by the way, there's going to be a paper trail at NSA on this. And, and let me say, John Brennan's probably involved in this. You have to have kind of three people inside doing this. And I think what's happened here is the paper trail that President, Obama, uh, President Trump is, is referring to has finally showed up. Mm. So let me be very clear. Uh, the, the FISA court thing that, that uh, Brett Berg just talked about, that's one piece of evidence. I'm sure there's others out there. So what this indicates is that uh, this is... this. So in other words, there's hard, tangible evidence this has been going on, and they just they just deny. No, no, it's, it's not. Even though you put the proof right in their face. No, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't us. We, you know, what are you talking about? What does that mean? You know, they'll just, they'll just lie. Is it's, it's really uh, the Obama administration was taking on the form uh, using their uh, version of the FSB, uh, the KGB, mm -hmm. to go and target a candidate? Let me very clear, be clear on this for your audience. Simply because you don't like someone does not give you the right as a sitting president mm -hmm. to do something like this. And when you, as a sitting president, as you know, ha you endorsed the opposing candidate right. in Hillary Clinton, you have Precisely. a dog in the fight. I want to Precisely. put another piece of evidence on the table. Since sure. the New York Times has been leading uh, some of the coverage on all of this, I was just sent an article from January 19th where the New York Times, right before the inaugural, was talking about the investigations uh, into the Russia connections with uh, uh, Donald Trump. And there was a line tucked in there, quote, one official said intelligence reports based on some of the wiretapped communications. There you go. Wiretapped communications had been provided to the White House. Again, right. Tony, January 19th, the White House right. then was Barack Obama. So is this the source? of some of these leaks that have been massive leaks coming out of the FBI, maybe the CIA, uh, alleging all of these different things. Did it come from those wiretaps? This is, the, the, the Trump Tower, to the best of the Obama administration's ability, was wired for sound. And yes, there was reasons why Mr. Trump did not want to give up his own personal security because he knew that people, you know, close to him may very well become collectors of this sort of thing. Uh, look, this is, this is completely insidious. This is uh, a, an order of magnitude worse than, than, than Watergate, where you've actually used the, the mechanism of state, the power of a state to go after a sitting, uh, a, a candidate for presidency, and with, 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 by, by the way, they presumed that he was going to lose, so it wasn't even about sure. him winning or losing. This was about trying to gain advantage for his side, in this case, Ms. Clinton. And again, let me be clear on this. This is, a, while the, the, the Democrats keep talking about the Russians, this is Soviet behavior. This is the very thing the Soviet Union would have engaged sure. in back during the Cold War. Colonel, what, yeah. What would have been the political, what would have been the cover, the official cover for this surveillance, though? Because they, they wouldn't come out and say, okay, let's just surveil the opposite candidate. Right. They'd say, okay, we've got evidence that we need to surveil. Well, what, are they, what are they surveilling on? They're surveilling on, in this case, probably, inter, quote unquote, international contacts which relate to business transactions. Again, projection. We know for a fact the Clinton Foundation was indeed taking foreign money. A lot of people are recommending that you investigate that. They refused. But instead here, they focused all their energy on going after Trump over the, quote unquote, international connections. And let me be clear on this. If there is anything to any of that, by now it will have been leaked because you're referring back to what you said on the, the 19 uh, uh, January article. The, everything is, is taped. And there's going to be tapes of all this stuff, too. And the, and the Trump administration is going to find them. So now the question is, how can they prove it? How can the president prove this? I mean, he's put this out there now. The world has heard what right. what the president is telling us. You're, he's got to back that up, like I said. Well, so how does once he do you got to walk there, a fine line. Evidence is destroyed. Yeah, there's you, a well, problem.
There's a, that, that, that's probably what we're going to find. Some of it, but the other thing is you can't give up sensitive sources and sure. methods. Exactly. Some of this was used in ways, and look, I, I can't go into how we do things, but I'm telling you, there's very sophisticated collection things that the president is now read in on. He's probably asking some questions like, hey, now that I know this exists, could this have been used against me? So how I think that's it? where yeah, it's I mean, all going. How does he yes. prove it? Is he, is Precisely. He, is it going to be declassification of some aspect of it? Will it be, I mean, what's the best route potentially? I think potentially you've got to say this is what happened on these dates and leave out the technology specifically, mm. but then go and bring in those accountable. And I, I dare I say there's probably going to be some whistleblowers coming in to talk about this. This is serious. This is as serious as it gets. Yeah, but, but just to clarify, sure. you think that there is enough evidence that has been given to the president for him to make this claim, no to make this statement. That's not just coming right. from nowhere. Yeah, I, I, I don't doubt for a minute that Mr. Trump has got sufficient, I would say, critical mass of evidence saying there's something really wrong here. And again, as a president, you start you start learning little by little about collection capabilities There are that you get you have to get right into them. And so naturally, as you start learning about stuff, you start questioning how could this been, have been used against me in some mm -hmm. form? And then you start asking harder questions. So I, I do believe this is one of the tripwires that I've been talking about in the network for the past month. Mm -hmm. the, the, these people have been trying to find ways to get intelligence on the president and his team for purposes of trying to, 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 to discredit right. him. And I think so, this is what we're seeing here. So yes. do, we've got to wrap up. But for sure. folks waking up right now, I mean, right. is this a game changer moment if what the president has is, is revealed? And, oh, no and, doubt. I mean, we're talking about the potential of indictments of a former sitting president and his staff. And that's, that's never been, it's unheard of. Tony yeah. Shaver has been ahead of the curve on this story. Yeah. As he mentioned, he's all been on this program for a month Lieutenant talking about Colonel, all Lieutenant Colonel, you are the best. Coming. Thanks for being here this Thank morning. You, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. See, it's, it's like kill or be killed. I mean, what Obama's doing is beyond treason. It's, it's beyond, you know, evil, uh, seditious. And he could be indicted. Just, I mean, obviously he could be indicted on probably a thousand things he did in office for those eight years if you really started to look at things. Um, but this is something where they either push all their chips in, okay? Like if you're playing poker and you push all your chips in, I'm all in. This is what they're doing. They're going for broke on this because Trump would or Obama would realize, you know, hey, I could actually get... But see, the thing is, is if the Pedogate stuff comes out, and Obama in his notoriously disgusting gay bathhouse stuff started to emerge. A lot of people have died over that. A lot of his former lovers are dead over, you know, that. And now he was tied into potentially Pizzagate and this type of stuff. He's going down for that either, you know, he's going down for that as well. So they figure, well, we've got we've got this one chance here. If we let Obama stay in and, and let him gain power and, and, and start to um, see so many so many of the people that Obama left behind in his administration are basically acting like fifth column troops for Obama. They're in there. It's like a Trojan horse. They're in there sabotaging Trump's efforts. They're gathering intel and they're feeding it back to Obama. Well, eventually, Trump's going to get wise to that, and he's going to start purging these elements. He should have been doing this anyway. He needs to get about 100 times more aggressive than, he's, than he is. And that's the one thing that really concerns me about him is his lack of aggression regarding the, this type of information. You know, it's like, what are you going to do? You're just going to let this roll over you like a tidal wave and, and, and just do this bare minimum and, and not, I mean, you he has got to get in my estimation, 
about 100 times more aggressive than he is right now. He's not been a great... He's got all of this proof that he could actually go on and have a press conference and, pre- and present regardless of if the, 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 the networks didn't like it or not. They're going to be forced to cover it to a certain extent. And start to make a beachhead and start to purge these devils and all of these wicked high political offices that are working against him that are working to sabotage him and start to purge these devils form committees of people that you can trust to identify these devils and get them out i mean they're playing as nasty as they can play and he's you know they're playing hardball and he's playing ping pong it looks like you know um so i mean you've you've got then i, I look this is just on youtube these other people that were interviewed about this proof obama administration wiretap trump tower secretary bennett was on fox news said the same thing um and then mark levin provides proof obama administration wiretap trump tower and then i know hannity and um, rush limbaugh is saying that they are they're actively saying that they are um you know there is a, a coup forming or there is a coup in process against trump You've got to have all these people kind of united as, as, as one voice. And um, I just think that's a better way to go about it. Just, to me, it seems too splintered. There needs to be more of a united front right now. Because the mainstream media is a united front. And, and these wicked high devils in high political office in Washington, D.C. and in Hollywood and these types of places, they have a very united front. They're highly motivated. They're fighting for their lives, as I've said. So let's go to the next uh, audio clip. This is Corey Lewandowski, uh, was with the Trump campaign. Obama bug sessions meeting with the Russian ambassador. And this is just a, just another short clip here. Quite an incredible allegation to accuse, to have one president accuse another president of a, uh, Nixon type, uh, wiretapping. Yeah, but Judge, here's the issue. What we've seen from the previous administration is that they did spend time listening to conversations between then-Senator Jeff Sessions and the ambassador to Russia while he was in his U.S. Senate office. If that were to take place, which supposedly did take place, what other conversations did they listen in on You're from the American that, public? that they were listening to conversations between then-Senator Sessions and the Russian ambassador Kislyak? Or are you talking about Mike Flynn and Kislyak? No, no, I'm talking about Jeff Sessions. So, you know, this previous administration has said that they were aware of the conversation on two different occasions where then-Senator Jeff Sessions met with the ambassador one time during the Republican National Convention, but more importantly, the second time that he met with was in the United States Senate office in a federal building, and they were monitoring what a United States Senator was having a private conversation with, is what I understand. And if that is the case, that's very concerning. And so is it possible that that previous administration was listening to the conversations that took place in Trump Tower from their political opponents? If that is the case, and what Donald Trump alludes to is accurate, then that's very, very disturbing for our future going forward of what the federal government has done to the American public. Well, right now, uh, I, am, I am unaware of any claim of them listening to a conversation as opposed to being aware of a meeting between then-Senator Sessions and Ambassador Kislyak, which, by the way, Corey, I mean, I don't think there's any problem with it. I mean, the senator met with 25 other ambassadors in the same year, uh, and there are public photographs of them together. I mean, no 
no one's trying. Exactly. This whole thing about this, they're always throwing the Russians in here and all uh, all of these meetings and stuff. I mean, you look at what Obama and his administration routinely did. Thousands of times worse than anything that Flynn did or Sessions ever did. They got away with it every day. I mean, they literally had the Muslim Brotherhood coming into the White House, essentially meeting with Obama. I mean, just beyond seditious, treasonous garbage going on every day in the Trump administration. But that's all fine, well, and Jim Dandy. Trying to hide anything, and he met with him as a senator. But I, I want to keep moving on this this Watergate type thing. Now, for the feds to, or the for the FISA court to issue this warrant, uh, and then for it to be denied, and then for them to go back, does it surprise you that the Obama administration was doing everything in its power to monitor what was going on at Trump Tower? Well, Judge, here's the problem: we don't even know for sure that the former Department of Justice under uh, General Lynch, uh, Attorney General Lynch, actually applied for a Pfizer court warrant in June, which is what the, some of the mainstream, reporter, uh, me, mainstream media is reporting, and then was denied, and then re applied for a second FISA warrant in October, and potentially was granted that. If that did occur, that's very troubling. The fact that you know, the, the Federal Intelligence Surveillance Act is being, listen, it's being used to listen to political opponents of the President of the United States is very, very damaging, very dangerous. And just think for one second, just for one iota, if George W. Bush would have used the same thing to listen to Barack Obama when he was a candidate, when he was, you know, uh, spending time with people who have talked about bombing, you know, a number of places, like Jeremiah Wright. Think of the outrage of the mainstream media if for one second... President George W. Bush asked, or his Justice Department asked, for a FISA warrant on then-candidate okay. Barack Obama, what the uh, mainstream media would be doing today. Right, if that right, didn't happen, I there's a serious it. problem. I get to some total, total double standard is, is what he's pointing out there. Total, one, there's this one standard that applies to Obama and the liberal left and all of the wicked people in high political office that the mainstream media guards. And then there's this other opposite standard that applies to trump and his administration where every single thing they do is under the the a microscope and that's not good enough they're gonna lie and make up stuff about them as well it's it's just you know it's just really obvious what's going on here so let's go ahead and we are going to wrap this part up and we are going to go to part two next and we'll see you in part two god bless you Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Kickery, NC, 286-02. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. 
Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.